now we are back we got the crew back in the stewed we got jack in the house we got kyle and we got your host a uh, me brandon all right boys now the news of the or week girls. or girls the news of the week is gonna be cc sabathia he's pitching tonight for the big 3k jack Give me the scoop! CC Sabathia has been dominating this season, and he's at 2,997 career strikeouts. Three away, three away. Three away from the big 3K. I believe he's three all time. But when asked about it, he said all he wants tonight is one nice fat dinger now that he's back in the National League Park. Hell yeah. Thoughts, Kyle? Bartolo Colon is probably the best pitchers who rake. I want to see a CC bomb tonight. I don't know who doesn't. You know, that, that man is thick, and he can definitely bop some thick home runs. Why not? Oh, easily, dude. CC trot around those bases, it'd be a sight to see. All right, all right. It's been a while since we did an episode here. Yeah, sorry about that. We're about a fifth of the way into the season. So for those of you who, for whatever reason, live under a rock and haven't watched the season at all, we're going to give you a quick rundown. Yankees sitting at 17 and 11 right now, second in the AL East, third overall in the AL, and fifth in the entire MLB. Damn. Doing this all with six starters on IL, two reserves on IL, a top reliever on the team, and their ace, Luis Severino, have not seen a game this season. Uh, who? And all these replacements, the Yankees are 11-1 and in their last 12 games. Wow. Okay, guys, uh, we got to bite our tongue for a second because who did we shit on before the season started? Mr. Aaron Boone himself. He only was one year into coaching, and he got 100 games. Look at what he's doing this season. Oh, and by the way, Alex Cora. How's it going in Boston? <laughs> How's it going in Boston? The, my favorite thing about this season so far has got to be the Red Sox slander for their sign. Ooh. Their sign behind home plate says, when the Red Sox win, <laughs> kids eat free. Let me tell you, there are some starving kids out there. There are some starving Boston kids out there. Defending world champs and you're really going to have that sign? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's not a Yankees move. Sitting at 11 and 17 with very few excuses in my mind. When you look at the way the Rays have had to handle a couple injuries, the way the Yankees have hand, had to handle their entire roster going mm-hmm. down, and yep. every elite backup that they've had finding their way to the injured list. There's no excuses exactly. for Boston to be a fifth of the way through the season and to be in second last place in the AL East. One of their reporters last night tweeted, with the win tonight, the Red Sox are two and a half games out of third place oh in the division. That's Christ. their hope right now. Third place in the division. Jesus. We are literally on, we, we are, what, 11 for our last 12, yeah, you said? 12, yeah. With the scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders. And that includes yeah. a two-game sweep of the Red Sox themselves. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. Not only just the Rail Riders, we have some now. Now we're we're so hurt. We got some Double A guys in there. We, we got really Estrada. Do. Estrella. Oh, Estrada. Estrada. Oh, don't get this guy started. That is my guy. And I wanted to talk about those replacements. Kyle shouted out this guy, Urshela. 
a couple episodes back. Yep. He, he was a guy Kyle was big on. Estrada was a guy that I was big on. And they've both come up and taken complete advantage of the opportunities that they've been given. Yeah. The stats on these guys, Urshela, who's known for his defense and has been spectacular. Oh, unreal. Did you see that one catch? That one catch into the net? Place. Unreal. Catch into the oh net. The play where he was falling down at third place. He's been unreal on defense. Pitsy say. But unlike Jackie Bradley Jr., who's this guy who just hides <laughs> behind his defense, Urshela has come out and is batting. 351. Wow. Okay. Right now. Okay. 351. He's got six RBIs on the season, a home run, and six doubles. That is in He's great. 57 Must be Columbia. at-bats. Must be Columbia. That's not that small of a sample size. 57 at-bats. No, that's that's very good. And honestly, guys, hats off to you for uh, making those calls. I wish I had one to my name. But, um, yeah, these guys really, they're stepping up in the big moments. And it just makes me think. How the hell could any power rankings not have the Yankees at first? I don't understand it because mm. this is why. This is why I'm going to say it. The Yankees are not the Yankees. You just said it. They're the Scranton AAA team, the Double A team. So when our AAA team is beating the defending world champions in a two-game series, when we are literally two games out of the Rays that everybody thinks, oh, I'm the Rays. I'm the new best team in baseball. I'm the Astros. I'm a game up on the Yankees. Okay. Cool, but these aren't the Yankees. The Astros are no longer a game up on the Yankees. We passed them as we've won our last thank you, six Thank you for helping games. make we my point then. Passed yeah. them after winning our last six games. Quick note on Gio Urshela. You know, um, obviously, like like these guys said, I was high on him before. I used to give Miguel and Duhar a little bit of a pass saying, you know, he's not that bad. Watching Gio Urshela play daily made me realize that Miguel and Duhar is that bad. It's gonna be oh. tough going from that defense back to Duhar. It's gonna it's gonna be a tough transition. Well, one thing that was seen with the way Urshela has played, and it's not just Urshela, it's all the guys are stepping up right now. And Duhar will be seeing reps at first base, according to Aaron Boone. Who are you gonna take out, Luke? Luke. I think instead of switching between Greg Bird and Luke Voigt. Okay, can we can we put Greg Bird debate to end? And Greg, I'm done. Here we go. Before we talk about the future, you know, Brandon Brandon gave gave props to Jack and I about our calls, (laughs) and before the season started, Jack and I were were Greg Bird supporters. We, on behalf of Jack and I, we apologize. We we sincerely apologize. Luke Voigt is the current MVP of this team. He is currently the starting, I would say, the starting All-Star Game first baseman for the American League. Why yeah, not? Just, just yep. won American League Player of the Week, I believe. Yep. Oh, yeah. With his average at 452. 468. Yeah. Something like that. In these last 10 games, he is raking right He's now. Raking. And got him for $3 for my fans. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you, yeah, you beat me this week. Yeah, well, every time. Like... But here's the thing. He's The thing is... In general, th- this goes from Luke, and this will stretch on to the whole team. Luke is getting a lot of walks. Luke is getting singles. What's this? The record is still on right now. Do you guys have any idea? What I think it's 35 consecutive games. 37, something yeah. like that. It's ridiculous. So this man can get on base, and in general, the Yankees are winning games without home runs. Almost, it yeah. is. It is incredible. Uh, you got, now you have contact hitters with DJ LeMahieu, who is one of the best signings we've ever gotten, yeah. and. You, you have, you know, Tyler Wade. You have all these guys that are contact guys. The Yankees don't re- need to rely on home runs just like they did last year. I mean, the Yankees are still 
hitting home runs. Don't overlook sure. that point from Kyle, but you're right. We are getting on base more, which we had not seen last season as much. All right, guys. Now, I got a question that I honestly – I don't even know if I could tell you if I know the answer, so I'll see how you guys react to it. Are the Yankees right now, like I said, I believe that they should be first in baseball given their circumstance and how well they've overcome it. Sure, sure. Do you guys think that this is benefiting them? Their guys, their star players, are missing a ton of the season. They could be rusty after. Is this benefiting the culture because you got now everyone's in the next man up sort of situation? Or is it kind of like an ego hit where Miguel and Duhar, he thought he was the shit, and now Gio, Gonzo- or Gio uh, Urshela is now batting 350. So it's interesting. I, I don't think there's a wrong answer, but what do you guys think? So last year when Judge went down, there was, there was this talk of, obviously, this is when the Yankees are going to be tested. And the good teams are always tested at some point in the season. But this year, the, the magnitude of injuries is nowhere near last year. Last year, we got tested. Stan stepped up, you know. But how many guys are on DIL? Nine, 11, 11 guys now. Nine significant guys. Ten plus. And, you know, so I'll say that I think overall it's a positive thing. I think that, you know, these guys, like, you know, who Mike Ford, like, you know, yeah. like Clint Frazier, who, you know, might be an everyday guy, these guys don't want to go back. And it's going to be hard to see these guys go back to AAA. But I think it is important to, if the Yankees get tested, it might as well be early. Yeah. I would say that I kind of agree with you, Brandon, but I'm not concerned about it. Mm-hmm. Last year, guys like Judge went down. Sanchez missed a significant amount of time. But guys didn't step up like they are right now. That's absolutely true. Like, as a Yankee fan, I'm like, last year, Judge was down. The Red Sox were, were killing it. And it was the middle of the season. And it was like, Judge needs to get back. Judge needs to get back. Yeah. They, they rushed it a little. And it was like, we'll sacrifice him being rusty for four or five games. We'll take that chance mm-hmm. with the hope that he's Aaron Judge right away. Yeah. You don't have to do that right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, Arshella just went down. But even as Estrada who is the backup to the backup's backup, mm-hmm. is hitting 429. He's getting on base. Guys are there. They're playing well. And there's no panic like, damn, we got to get these AAA guys back to AAA because we need our MLB guys back. I'm fully <coughs> relaxed right now with who we have playing. Shout out to Tyro Estrada for getting back to playing baseball before Jacoby Ellsbury. <laughs> and he had a bullet inside him. <laughs> Just wanted to throw that in there. So, guys, I, I feel like I feel like you br- probably feel this, too. I feel like every Yankee fan feels this right now, that I'm watching these games. I'm staying up late. I know they're on the West Coast right now. Every game, like that Angel series, those games felt special. There's a little sm- something special about it. There's some team camaraderie that I don't think I've seen with the Yankees in a long time, and I honestly think it's humbling. I think it's humbling because these guys aren't paid the big contracts who are making – the big hits, the big big runs to, to win the games. You know, they're stepping up, they're playing well. And I honestly like like I said, I didn't know if this was this was good for the Yankees or not, but I think I think it's humbling. I think it it's it also gives Boone a chance, you know? I feel like everyone when I say not everyone is really growing right now because they're all injured, who's really gonna make an impact in October, I think the biggest key is growing right now. I think Aaron Boone is being tested and A plus. I think I think 
these guys, I, I agree with your point. I think these guys are kind of making baseball fun again, you know? Exactly. Like, the Yankees are always seen as these guys who, you know, big contracts, you know, like, like clean-shaved. Shout-out clean-shaved. Like, like, you know, they're, they're, I don't want to say robots, but, you know, they're, they, they represent excellence in a yeah. way. And when you have these young guys who, you know, from what I've heard, AAA sucks. You get bus rides, you don't get flown anywhere. Oh, these yeah. guys don't, these guys are doing everything to not get sent back down. They're showing personality. Something about, like, this team chemistry is off the charts right now. Everybody's having fun. Everybody's smiling. And having this chemistry with the young guys, I believe, is huge. Our team, like, healthy age-wise, isn't that far above these guys. Judge, Sanchez, these guys aren't that far That's out. That's a great point. From being in lineups with guys like Urshela, Estrada, on the daily. And Duhar and Torres were playing with these guys at the start of last season. Like, yeah. I didn't even so think about that. Yeah. I think the Yankees are young. Last year they had fun. Or two years ago they had fun. That's why they stepped up. Last year they were still having fun. This year it was there's no excuses. Yeah. This is the pressure. And we started the season 6-10. and 10. There wasn't a lot of fun there. I think the pressure was getting to them. So I think seeing these young guys isn't scaring them. I think it's reminding them that, hey, you can have fun and be successful in this sport. You don't have to worry about all this pressure and stuff. Yeah, it's going to be there, but you're not going to live up to it by by being hard on yourself every single day. I agree. Absolutely, Jack. And uh, one thing I want to say to that is it's kind of summarizing what you said, but there's no target on our back this year. There's absolutely none. That got taken off with the IL. It got taken off, and the guys are enjoying the underdog status. And it's also no target on our back, and we're not losing any sleep because who's our main competition? The Rays? Come on, man. Come on. The Red Sox right now? Disgusting. And we can sleep well at night knowing that we got like a six- or a five-game lead on them. So I think no target on the back. We're chilling. Who would have thought the Yankees would be underdogs at this point? Honestly, it's honestly great. I love it when it's the Yankees, awesome. It is it. awesome. Just like when we were underdog two years ago. Who who would have thought incredible. we would go to the ALCS? Oh my God, Aaron Judge's rookie season. God, that that, that was great. Yeah, that was great. So something I wanted to bring up. This is complete. We'll go back to Yankee stuff soon. But Tim Anderson, shortstop for the White Sox. The bat was. Catching, catching a lot of heat for some uh, some Batters. stick flips, you know. He, he says that it is that stick talk, as That's Future said talk. in uh, Kendrick Lamar's song. People are saying, you know, you have your old fans saying it's bad for the game, and then you have your new fans saying it's bad for the game. But then he had, came with a, he came out with an article yesterday saying that, you know, he wants more kids to watch the game. This is what's gonna, you know, drive the game to be more popular on all f- platforms for the younger audience. What do you guys think about this? Baseball needs bat flips. Mm. Look, when you're a little kid, you go out in the driveway with a basketball. You're Steph Curry. You're Ray Allen hitting game six. You do all this stuff in the driveway. When you go out to play baseball and you hit a a home run, you throw the ball up to yourself, you hit a home run, there's not a lot of guys to to be like, oh, I'm Sammy Sosa jumping down the first baseline. The Luke Voigt hop. I could see a kid hitting a home run and giving the hop. Oh, yeah. You know, you go up, you got the Gary Sheffield swing, you're waving mm-hmm. the bat as a Yankee fan as a kid, but there's no, I hit a home run, you just have your own bat flip. To watch Tim Anderson absolutely stunt mm. when he hits the ball <laughs> to the freaking moon is awesome for baseball. So, I think 
I agree with you guys wholeheartedly, but I think baseball is blowing this one. I think the fact that Tim Anderson was suspended after being beamed with a ball and nothing happened to the pitcher is clearly showing that they don't think the same about it as we do. And I think that's a big issue. And I think that they're going to understand that they need to think about it and that it's what the fans want. Because what happened with the NHL a few years ago? They brought back the celebration. People love it. They play with Madden. Love it. They score a touchdown. Let me hit those joysticks. Let me let me get that celebration going real quick. FIFA, celebration. Love it. Baseball, let me get a bat flip. Let me go on the show and let me just throw one into the stands. Why don't we? Like I, it's just it's a great feeling. It just makes every home run so much better. One of my favorite memories, by the way, and AL East, it's one of my favorite memories still. Jose Bautista oh, yeah. staring down and just flipping that thing. Just no Shocking. regard for human life. With the horn going, hey, oh, God. Awesome. Give me the bat flip. And what did that lead to? Jose Batista caught a right hand right to the ring. <laughs> but that's awesome. Well, yeah, one we of, like that. One of my favorite, honestly, probably my, my second favorite Yankee of all time, just growing up watching him, is CeCe Sabathia. And it's the way he acts, even when he's not pitching. Came across a video the other day of CeCe's angriest moments, they yeah. called it. To watch CeCe Sabathia, Alex Rodriguez got drilled in the shoulder in one of the videos. CeCe Sabathia was out of the dugout and on the field. He got thrown out of the game in a game that he wasn't even pitching in for his teammates. That's exciting, I though. I love him. Backflips are excitement. You need excitement. You need fights. You need people to be angry at each other. It makes baseball fun. We don't need drilling people in the head no. with basketballs. But you no. can stunt a home run and be fine with it. It, it, it creates excitement, and sure, you, you might pluck some guy in the ass, you might pluck him on, on, the ha- on the hand or whatever, but that's what people want to see. People want to see rivalries created. I, I think, yeah. like, there's some type of, you know, there's a little bit of chip on your shoulder now, you know, if we play the Tigers. If you say Yankees and Tigers, I don't think there's a rivalry there, but just from that brawl two years Gary ago, Sanchez, you know, people remember that. Punching, yeah. Gary Sanchez, David Robertson's RP sprinting oh, from the fucking dugout. People remember that. These yeah. are the things people remember. So what do you guys think about um, the whole idea of retaliation when one of your guys gets hits, it gets hit? Are, are you like, okay, next inning, you're done. You're getting hit? Or are you thinking, eh, we still got a baseball game to play? I have no problem with retaliation the first time around. However, you can't go out there being a guy, and then when they hit your guy back, you retaliate again. Yeah. No, you started that shit. You yeah. got your hit in. Yeah. Now they get their hit, and let's be done with it. Mm-hmm. If they want to start it again, then you can come back. But you can't be honest. I hit your guy. You hit my guy. Now I'm going to hit your guy again. Because yeah, that gets just gets stupid. out of hand. It gets stupid. But that also kind of makes for the best brawls ever. <laughs> I, that, that is true. No, I, I agree completely. You know, you got to do a one-for-one a one one and be done. One-for-one one and be done. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, there was, you know, a couple years ago when the Chase Utley, Ruben Tejada thing happened. Do you remember oh, that? The, Where that the, the illegal slide. Like, that they with that one, they kept going on and on and series. on. And that just halts the game, you know? You got to do a one-for-one one and be done with it, I feel. Why can't, why can't talk be part of retaliation? I love watching players talk. CC is a guy who talks. He goes, J- Josh Josh Reddick bunted on CC Sabathia two <laughs> years ago. His words to Reddick jogging back down the first baseline. 
Fuck you, Redick, you weak ass motherfucker. <laughs> he didn't have to hit him. Yeah. He just told him straight up, why can't we do that? CC hit a guy back on the raise. That was last year. It cost him a bonus. He looked in their dugout and said, that's for you, bitch. Mm. Like, yeah. let's do that. You don't need to hit my guy back. Let's just yell at each other. Let's talk some fucking talk. I fucking love it. So, Jack, I love what I'm hearing with the whole CC talk and stuff. So, it brings up the point of, should players be mic'd up? Do you guys think that, that they should be mic'd up? Should they not? And kind of just think back to the All-Star game when they had it. Like, well, what are your guys' thoughts on that? I think players should be mic'd up like they do it in the NFL. They mic players up in the NFL for playback, not for live play. And that, that keeps you intrigued outside of the game. Because my problem with when NBA play, like when All-Star games are mic'd up and stuff, that's fake shit. Was, I agree. Really You're funny. on the mic. You can't say things that you usually say. No, I agree. Like with as, that. as a kid, I like I always wondered. You walk down to first base. You give you give the first baseman a tap on the shoulder. What, what the fuck saying? was he saying? Exactly. I wondered that. I want to so know. Much. That is so like, true. You want to be that kid in travel ball that goes down. You're like, oh, what's up, buddy? Like you yeah. want you want to be like the pros. To to when yeah. I see Luke Voigt talking to a straight Dominican off the boat, I'm like, what are you talking about? Exactly. Like, and there's always conversation there. There's and, always. And the MLB can edit out what they want to edit out, and they can have videos that says NSFW. It doesn't have to be it, a live stream. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There, there was a hilarious video of. Um, Who's the Mets man? Terry Noah Syndergaard. Oh, no. and, uh, Noah Syndergaard. Who's the Mets Terry man? Collins? Terry Collins. Terry Collins. That is the best video of all time. That is why it's got to be my Oh, it was hilarious. If you haven't seen this video, it, 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 it's... Terry, Terry, Terry. <laughs> our ass is in the jackpot. Yeah. <laughs> it is going off on umps, and you can play shit like this. And it's kind of it's kind of funny. Like... The M- there's a lot of talking in the MLB, it's and a so lot good. of it has got to be nice. A lot of it's videos that you can probably show. Yeah. But if you take it off the live game when someone's not saying, someone doesn't get down to second base and say, yo, I'm mic'd up. Like, watch what you say right now. Yeah. Let's talk some shit. Exactly. Let's run it back. No, and also going off that point, when I saw um, the Terry like video that you just pointed at, it made me realize, like, I've always been curious kind of, like what are first of all what are the managers saying when they get pissed and are they actually pissed or are they trying to get their team wild up and I realized they're fucking pissed what? like that, <laughs> that the scene in Hoosiers where the coach is like yo throw me out just throw me out <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly is the coach saying that like yo just yeah. give me the fuck exactly. out exactly and they go like, like yo like watch me kick some of this dirt like <laughs> <laughs> like point to the plate right now <laughs> that. So so this goes back to retaliation right because the whole that whole clip is about. Noah Syndergaard, who was it? I think it was a Phillies player or something like that. He, he was trying to hit some player. Mm-hmm. But then what happened the, before the night, that? The night before the Phillies had hit a Mets player. Exactly. So so for those of you who haven't seen it, it's Noah Syndergaard throws a fastball easily two feet behind whoever's batting and immediately gets thrown out. And the person that's mic'd up is the umpire. And, and then Terry he goes Collins, to Noah's yeah. and, and Terry Collins. And he goes specifically to Noah. And you wonder what a guy's saying to defend himself. Oh, and Noah just says, I was throwing a fucking fastball. <laughs> like, that's awesome. And the feedback from MLB fans was nothing but praise. Yeah. If I'm the MLB, how are you not giving people the content that they want to see? I agree with you that if you are mic'd up, literally if you watch the All-Star games, if Dwayne Wade's mic'd up, he says, yo, I'm mic'd up. So the people know, the players know not to say anything stupid. Yeah. But what I will say is that 
people want to see mic'd up during the game, if, if ratings on MLB are down, maybe seeing that fake, just that fake version will boost ratings. I don't think the fake version will boost ratings. I, I honestly think, like, I'd uh, sit yeah. there and it would piss me off. Like, there, there's a lot of, MLB is probably one of the few sports where there's a lot of interactions during the game that are positive interactions that you could watch. Certain, yeah. certain shit like that. There's also times where you're running by a guy and you want to talk your talk and you want to let him know, don't don't come near me. Don't talk to me. Don't don't give me shit because I'm better than you. Yeah. And I don't want that to be gone. There's players who won't give a fuck and will just keep talking their talk. There's other players who would back off, and I don't want them to back off. Yeah, and also going back to the fake shit, like I never – when I saw the All-Star game, I was sitting with my dad watching it, and we were, like, disgusted. He's obviously, like, one of those guys that um, loves, like, baseball as a pastime and all of that, like any dad would, and, like, doesn't want to change that much, like, status quo. But when, when I saw Joe Buck, like, chirping, like, Bryce Harper, and Bryce Harper was like, yeah, like, yeah, how, did you see that? Like, no. I hated the interaction with commentators and the players, like, I don't understand why they were asking game like oh, those are questions. The worst. They were those the, worst. the worst. And Joe Buck was like, yeah, like I gotta, I gotta explain this right. He was talking to um Bryce Harper, and a pop fly comes to Bryce Har- Harper, and he goes, "That wasn't hard, Bryce. I could have caught that." And Bryce like kind of laughs, and he's like, "Yeah, oh, like, oh, I did he's, see that. he's like, yeah, like, like I bet you could have." It just made me feel like Bryce awkward. Harper was the cool kid sitting at the cool, like, lunch table, and Joe Buck comes over and is trying to be like, hey, can I be your friend? And Bryce Harper's like, no, you fucking can't be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking Joe Buck. Like, and, and then there's other videos like that, like the Mookie one. The, Mo- the Mookie one where, where everyone loved it. Mookie and a ball comes out to Tim and left. Like, <laughs> I'm oh, not getting oh, this I'm one. I'm not getting this one, boys. <laughs> and then he chases it down. And in that moment, I'm... I enjoyed listening to a Red Sox player talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was in spring training. So then it's because is, is it only okay for spring training? Because, you know, some guys are in the zone. If games matter, some people don't even want to think about, like, I, I talking to people. I, if I'm doing, like, any sort of performance, you're under enough pressure. I don't want to have to think of any other um, attributes or any other, like, situations uh more than just me fielding a ball. Like, I don't want to be like, how am I looking right at? How am I sounding right now? Like, is my mic working? No, it's mind. like, is the ball going to get in my glove? Exactly. I, I, even if they just do big market games, give me Sunday night baseball, give me Wednesday night baseball, and give me the playoffs. Mic up three or four guys on a team. They don't even have to be playing, for God's sakes. Yeah. If, if Yasiel Puig is DHing, give me him on a mic in the in the – in the I don't know if that dugout. guy speaks English, but I would love to hear what the, that the guy Braves, says. The Braves actually just put a video out of uh, Asuna and someone else mic'd up during a game. Oh, it he was, was clearly funny, It was clearly oh, edited yeah. uh, clearly edited for younger fans to watch yeah. afterwards. But they did talk. like they, It was funny, and they, they didn't speak English, but they translate it, and they go to it. And uh, so... So, last thing I want to talk about here is... Just real quick, I know it's early, but right now, I just want to say, what what Yankees do you think are all-stars? It's early, you know, like we're not even ha- like a quarter of a way through the year, yeah. but let's just rattle off. What Yankees do you think will make the all-star game? Well, how about we go kind of like I'll take one, then Jack will take one. It's not a full-on draft, but sure. it's just like yeah, you give your point of why. So I'm going to start, so, yeah, start us off. I'm going to start off with, and I just see his performance just going to be even better in coming weeks. James Paxton, the guy 
it has proven I don't give a shit. I will pitch wherever the hell I need to pitch. 12? No, it was 14? What was it? It was, no, 12 strikeouts in two starts in a row? Are you serious? That's crazy. Like, Yankees pitchers, I don't think we've seen a strikeout machine like this since CC in his prime. Like, it's absolutely absurd. And I think that he is the ace of the team right now of a team that is second in the AL East, fifth in baseball. So I think it's definitely, for me, James Paxson. I'm going to go a very under-the-radar guy right now, a guy who I praised a little bit to step up before the season, Domingo Herman. Mm. I knew it. I knew it. We haven't talked about him. He's laid very low. He's been consistent. And honestly, like, Paxton's had his two dominating performances. Herman, in my mind, throughout the entire season so far, has been the Yankees' best pitcher. He's been the most consistent. His ERA is sitting at 2.56. Noah, CeCe is the only other Yankees starter under three right now. He's got 32 strikeouts in, in six games, five starts, three of them listed as quality starts. Yeah. Like, he's stepped up and been consistent and fixed things that he needed to work on after last year. All right, so someone that I think, this is also, actually, no, it's not under the radar. I think if... Obviously, he's day-to-day now. We, we were pretty scared. All Yankee fans were scared. But I've never been more happy for a day-to-day. DJ LeMayhew. Oh, this, if this guy keeps playing yeah. the way he's playing with he's, his numbers. He's been an all-star before. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, of course. With the Rockies, he was great. So I think DJ definitely has the opportunity to you know, be a utility all-star. Now, I don't know how many more we have of this because you only get so many all-stars. But I'd say another one that's pretty clear-cut is Luke Voigt, like we talked about earlier, oh, in, the, yeah. earlier in the show. He's just... He's debatably the starter of the AL right now for um, uh, for first baseman. He's he's been killing it with the power. He's been getting on base, which is huge. Like we said with the walks, and he's just been everything. And he's also been kind of the energizer bunny in the uh, clubhouse, where he's he the hop step goes so far for me for the younger guys just to get the whole team involved, get them boosted up. I I just think that he's. He's a guy you want to see. He's a guy fans are going to want to see. And the chance, like, uh, something that was great about Luke Voigt is you hear the chance in San Francisco. Oh, Do you understand real. how far San Francisco is from New York? That's a hike. Too far this part. That's, that's a hike. That's a hike. And you're hearing, like, he gets up. Luke. Yeah, that guy's an all-star. <laughs> all right, so this guy's a little bit under the radar, and I don't know if you guys will agree with me. Sure, you have – you know, there's plenty of other people, but someone who I think can be an all-star as a relief pitcher, mm-hmm. Tommy Canely. I heard that actually today, yeah. Tommy Canely, arguably, has been our best reliever this entire season. and Thank God. And our bullpen has been shaky. We didn't touch on that this episode, but, you know, our bullpen has been extremely shaky. And if there's a bullpen trust tree, I think Tommy Canely's at the top, I, honestly. I, I, I completely agree with you. I think Canely... Is has been the Herman version of the bullpen. He hasn't had those outings where it's like, did you see what Canley did today? Did you see like he hasn't yeah. had those big outings where you're like, Ogbeno struck out six of seven batters that he faced and no one touched the ball. Like he hasn't had those relief appearances, but he's been consistent all season long. The final guy who I personally believe has a shot, and these guys might have extras, but Urshela, the way he's played, you can't say he's not in the conversation for an all-star right now. This is facts. He's yeah. one of the best defensive infielders in the league. His his glove is incredible. His arm is incredible. 
and he's hitting 351. And he's played 20 games. He's only played eight less than the Yankees' highest highest number of games played. He he can definitely make the All Star team, but his only problem is when people come back, will he keep getting that playing time? I th- I think Urshela is one of these guys that needs to stay on the roster. You know, Wade can be gone, and Estrada can be gone, uh, Touchman can be gone, even though he's done a decent job filling in. But I think I think Urshela needs to stay for the long haul. And so just to summarize this. I freaking love this team. Uh, going off of what we just said, rewind two minutes like from right at this point and realize the names we just said. Take a time machine. Talk to your past self and a year ago, two years ago, make a bet because you're going to win a lot of money with that bet. Listen to these names that we just said. We said Herman, Luke Voigt, Urshela, Canely. Canely, last year, do you see what that guy did? Next man up, yeah, that's the motto for this year. At the end of the day, this team has been so fun to watch. If you asked me, what, two weeks ago how this Yankee season was going, I would have I just told you that I, I have a noose in my house, you know? Like, <laughs> like end the fucking season right Absolutely. now. This, this Yankee team has made baseball, honestly, fun again. I, I've enjoyed watching every one of these last 11 games, I'll say. The first, the first 16 hurt, but... For 17 hurt. I've enjoyed watching every one of these last 11 games. They play fun. They've dominated. We aren't squeaking out wins. We are dominating games. And they play with zero fear. Hell, we faced Mason, or Madison Bumgarner three games ago and put up five runs with our triple-A team. And last thing I'll say is Aaron Boone, Brandon praised you, but you're not off the hook completely. You've been doing a couple good jobs, but uh, I still got my eyes on you. All right, guys, so that's the end of this episode. Um, now, I just want to give a quick shout-out to these two guys. It's been a hell of a semester uh, doing clean shade with you guys. It's been it's been honestly a pleasure. I love your takes, love the Yankees, and I love spending uh, Tuesday afternoons with you guys. So uh, for all of our listeners out there, um, this is Brandon signing off. I'm going to – Jack, give me the last scoop of, the, of this year. The last scoop is we try to go weekly here because sometimes it's two weeks. But spending 40 to 45 minutes in this hot-ass sound room weekly is one of the most fun and best moments of my week. We try hard for you guys, and we'll try to keep this going. But it gets tough. We're college kids. We spread out. But I've had fun doing this podcast. These guys are juniors in college. I'm graduating and going to the real world. So we'll see if we can make a Skype or Google Hangout happen. (laughs) But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, this this podcast is fun, and uh, hopefully we can keep it going. All right. So, also, I want to give you um a congrat or a congratulations on graduating, Kyle, from uh, UMass, and good luck in the job search. And from the last time, hopefully not the last time, clean shave. We out.